Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is still sports time as we are talking about Week 12 in the National Football League. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Matt Ferris. Joining me today is Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill? Fantastic, sir. Thank you. All right. Good to have you back. Uh, And uh, as always, rounding out our trifecta is uh, Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Well, thanks. Well, you know, Craig, I wish I could say the same about you, because you know what? Uh, You've got a sub-500 record right now. 23, 26, and 21 on the season. But this is year five of your seven-year deal, Craig. So I'm just going to say <laughs> that I've go? had it. You're fired. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, nope, my kid, I You're fired. Get out of here. <laughs> that's fair. I was brought in with a lot of pomp and circumstance. But there will be other offers for me. I'm not worried. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we might get to that a little bit later, uh, depending on, on how quick. But uh, I'm not sure what else there's left to say about uh, that situation in Toronto, other than uh, we'll see, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I, 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 I will see is, is perfectly reasonable. Uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to necessarily talk about that for now. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about Week 12 in the National Football League. Uh, four bi-week teams. Oh, I should say you may have noticed we're recording this again on Thursday. Once again, life gets in the way. So uh, we will be unable unfortunately, to gamble on the Thursday night football game because that is going on as we squeak. Uh, Colts and Texans are currently knotted at zeros uh, halfway through the first quarter. Uh, So not a lot going on there. I didn't have much to say about that game other than I kind of like the Colts up until we heard that Marlon Mack wasn't going to be in that game. And then I was like, well... I don't care. (laughs) And that was was, kind of it for me. Um, And I'll say this about... uh, Deshaun Watson, after I was in a, just horribly wrong on uh, on the 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 Texans Ravens game yeah. last week, I, I, I'll just say this. Believe in the Sean. believe in the Ravens. Yeah, I'll just say this to Deshaun Watson. We're we, we're gonna be back. I'll, I'll, I'll be like I'll I'll have you again at some point. You're gonna win me more money. I think said more will. about Baltimore did about Houston. As yeah, well, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, bye week teams this week. A lot of very good things about Baltimore. Oh, Bi-week yep. teams, Arizona Cardinals. I don't have much to say about them other than uh, Kyler Murray is pretty dynamic at this point. And, uh, you know, good stuff's happening there. Kansas City Chiefs. Are you worried about the Kansas City Chiefs at all? They did get that uh, big win on Monday in the slop fest of Stadium Azteca. I um, would like to say that I'm worried about the Kansas City Chiefs from an injury clustering perspective, mm-hmm. interior offensive line. Uh, Whereas they got a lot of got guys there who aren't playing, guys there who are banged up, and they got Fisher back, so that 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 takes care of one of the tackle spots. But uh, that would be my concern with the Chiefs is 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 that. Um, and Mahomes doesn't look like he's quite right still. No, but no. they've got a bye week coming up. That's a good news story there. Very good news. Uh, I would be perfectly happy if we never go back to Mexico to play football games until they have a stadium worth playing football games in because. Uh, yeah, there's just too many injuries in football without uh, crap fields. Yeah, we don't need to make it worse. Yeah, we just don't need to make it worse. I mean, look what happened to A.J. Uh, Green this year, like playing on gravel in, in some sort of stupid preseason centennial game, whatever the crap it was. Um, the bigger issue for me from the Monday night teams, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, Phillip Rivers was really, really bad. 
And we have been banging on this podcast for a little bit. I, I'd say uh, since about week two or three, um, that that man might be done as an NFL quarterback. Um, that game was by far, even though they put up some points, I think that was by far, if you really look at the scope of it, uh, his worst game of the season. Uh, in terms of they never really put together a drive. He had a bunch of awful picks. They were still somehow in it in the end, and that's because I also believe that, um, like Craig mentioned earlier, uh, Patrick Mahomes is still fighting something. So they're not as crisp as they he normally just, are. Yeah, yeah. he just looked like I was a little bit off. And yeah. obviously Tyreek Hill being um, in and out was a, a problem as well. Mm-hmm. So just they're, uh, they're, they're just not quite healthy on offense, but... Um, a not quite healthy Kansas City offense is still a pretty good offense. Well, yeah, I just uh, this is just a long way of me of saying that I'm I'm worried about Philip Rivers. I think I think he, I think he might be done. I think well, the, the the throw on like hey, mm-hmm. the, um, the he, that drive wasn't a drive unless Mike Williams makes a spectacular catch to mm-hmm. gain 50 yards. True. B uh, and that wasn't a great throw by Rivers. B uh, the throw that was the interception, the game-ending drive, oh. was. Yeah. Bad. Like I texted, I texted Bill. That that never had a chance. No. Like what 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 did you think he saw there? No. Never I, had I a chance. I don't, I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was it was something else. He threw it. And there were just three Chiefs there, and I don't think there was a Chargers guy in the vicinity. So weird. Um, tough break. I mean, I, I hope he's not done. I like Phil Rivers, but uh, yeah. this may be a face and facts sort of situation here. Uh, last bye week team, your boys, Bill, Minnesota Vikings, another big W. Um. That one was harder fought than it should have been. Yeah, against Craig's team there. Uh, man, I I, uh, <laughs> I stayed away from the Broncos I, I, last week. I mean, the Broncos ended up covering, so I'm obviously upset that I stayed away from the Broncos. But, like, I just – I was worried with the bye week. To, like, I expressed my concerns that uh, Minnesota had the bye week this week. So that eliminated kind of trap game potential. So I stayed away. But, obviously, at halftime, I was like – Damn it, right? <laughs> so. Well, the Vikings just sort of figured that uh, they had the bye week coming up. So, mm-hmm. you know how sometimes if you're on vacation, you only, like, you know, work a half day on a Friday? Mm-hmm. The Vikings essentially did that. They worked a half game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I think it was... It, All they needed. Yeah, it was your classic, we'll, we'll just show up and get this W, but this Broncos team is better than, than their record yeah. indicates because, you, you know... You, you watch the team, Craig. You've lost like two or three games because of a missed field goal here and a missed field Forma, goal. Former man, the four. Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos are four plays away mm-hmm. from being seven and three right now, and instead yeah. they're three and seven. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, football because the Jacksonville game. game, the Jacksonville game, Minnesota game, um, Chicago game, and what was the other one where they kind of went game. through? You were you were there. In the yeah, Jacksonville, zone, Minnesota, Jacksonville, Minnesota, Chicago, and there's there's one more where it could have uh, it was like one play away from going the other way, and I'm, game, I'm, I'm dropping blank. But Bears no, no, game, I, I I got Chicago, Jacksonville, oh, okay. and Minnesota. There's there's one more that I'm not thinking of, but mm-hmm. the yeah, it uh, the, like I now to be clear, I don't think they deserve to be seven and three, mm-hmm. but if you get in a situation where you get into coin flip games, usually there are going to be some that come up your way and some that don't, and uh, the come Broncos up five, five record suits you a bit. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, you got to give it to it. It really looked like the Vikings were just like, all we have to do is show up, but then the Broncos are, oh, are a lot better than people. game. Sorry, yeah. the, against the Colts, where they were right. uh, they were. And then Vinatieri hit the winning field goal, and that's like the one field goal that Vinatieri's hit all season. <laughs> He's hit all season, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, you got to give it to your boys, uh, Bill. They uh, they adjusted at halftime, big time, right? Like I yeah. don't think. Uh, I, like, well, I'll they, tell you, from, 
from my perspective, mm-hmm. playing down twenty to nothing is I'll call that an L every time. And they they yeah. played hard. They they aired it out and they did very well. And, and there was obviously some mm-hmm. iffy coverage from the Broncos at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was strange. I think uh, yeah, that halftime score. I thought that game was over for sure. With the the way the Broncos defense. Was I I did not think it was over. No, oh. <laughs> no. I like I never do. I just like okay, Fair. like especially after Minnesota came down and just kind of marched down the field the first time out. And I'm like okay, they're they're like you know they get a play here and uh, the you know a safety makes a bad read on the Stefan Diggs touchdown. And all of a sudden, uh oh, and yeah, mm-hmm. that's the way it turned out. The Vikings had four possessions in the second half and they scored four touchdowns. Yeah, pure madness. Well, let's get into the Sunday night games because, like I said, we uh, can't uh, talk about the Thursday game because it's going on right now. So first up, um, we should mention that uh, this is our first flex week. They flexed out Green Bay, San Francisco from the 4 o'clock slot into the Sunday nighter, flexing out Seahawks-Eagles, which I... Seahawks Eagles. Green Bay San Francisco is better. It is better, yeah. but Seahawks Eagles wasn't like a travesty like we had last week. No. Like Seahawks Eagles, I imagine, will be fairly entertaining. But they moved Seahawks Eagles to one o'clock, so now we have nine one o'clock games and two count them two four o'clock games, which is just and appalling. one of those two games and one of those like if it was if yeah. it was Cowboys Patriots and Seahawks Eagles at four o'clock, you're like yeah. okay, mm-hmm. I can live with this. Both these are great. Mm-hmm. Whereas the four o'clock slot's going to be okay. I'm watching Cowboys Patriots yeah. and then like. Oh, now we've really made it into the dregs, and you're watching Jaguars Titans. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, I'll have Jaguars Titan on when the commercials are up, and that's it. Yeah, right? and even <laughs> then, yeah. like if the commercial, if if the Hunter Seal commercials on, I'm yeah. sticking with, uh, yeah. I'm sticking yeah. with yeah. Patriots. See Cowboys. what commercial it is first, yeah, and then not, decide if you want to go. That new Boston Pizza Thanksgiving commercial is kind of fun, right? Like, that pizza looks disgusting. It side does, note, it I, do, yeah. oh, it looks just pure awful. As as a guy who who's based a lot of his uh, life around uh, food, I... <laughs> it's like Thanksgiving on a pizza! Who asked for this? Nobody. Nobody <laughs> asked for this. Um, let's uh, go right into Bucks falcons uh, Falcons, obviously, uh, the best offense in the league. Who'd have thunk it <laughs> over the last few <laughs> weeks? So it's stupid. Me. Football's so stupid. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are heading to Tampa Bay. The Falcons are getting minus four and a half, Bill. Minus four and a half. I, you know what? They're giving Falcons some love after a couple weeks, but I actually like the Falcons here too. And I think the Falcons, they've been intermittent uh, to put it positively. Um, but man, when, when they play against a bad secondary, they tend to do well. Um, when you, when you just get Matt Ryan gunslinging, he, he tends to, although he was, he didn't practice this week. Do we know where we're at here? Uh, he looks, it looks like he's going. Yeah. Yeah. Then Matt Ryan, this game, I'd be comfortable putting the money on the the Falcons. I think he's going to be able to throw for 400 against these guys. Because these guys are bad against anyone, let alone the Falcons. I I want the four and a half points in this game. I just, I just, I just want the points, and I just feel as though it's like what's going on with Atlanta lately is too good to be true, essentially. Uh, so yeah, give me the give me the four and a half. Um, uh, they they they're coming off like obviously this is a division game too, but they're coming off essentially like oh, okay we have these two incredible games that defense is not going to keep playing that well. Um, yeah. Like Kyle Allen made some mistakes, not that Jameis Winston won't make mistakes. In fact, I bet he'll make several. But uh, no, I want the four and a half points in this game. Uh, one of these two teams is the worst team in the NFL against the spread this season. Uh, would you care to guess which team is the worst, Craig? Is it the Buccaneers? 
Uh, it is the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are That's two. And, the Buccaneers are two and eight against the spread. There's a bunch of teams at three and seven, but they're they're the only team that is uh, that only has two victories at a ten against the spread so far this year. Um, and Deep. including it doesn't doesn't matter much this week, but uh, they have not covered the spread at home this year. They are zero and five at home. This is a road game, so that obviously doesn't factor in, but. Um, I just have this as stay away because I don't want to trust either one of these teams, quite frankly, with my money. Because I agree with Craig that the Falcons might be a bit of found gold, but I am unwilling to trust Jameis Winston with uh, my hard-earned money. So uh, I'll move on from this one. Uh, next game in the 1 o'clock slate, the Buffalo Bills are at home against Craig. Ya boys, the Denver Broncos, Buffalo Bills giving four, Craig. Yeah, um, I think I like Denver, and I've that, I've yeah. very rarely said that on this podcast this year. Mm-hmm. But no, I think that they're they're better than the spread indicates. There, I think you're getting an extra point, so give me the Broncos. I I, I think so too. Uh, Buffalo 25th in DVOA, Denver 18. So uh, the Bills are the uh, the lucky. Uh, they shouldn't be doing this. They're not as good as their record indicates team this year, but uh, that hasn't stopped them from uh, covering the spread the whole bunch. Uh, Buffalo Bills minus four against the Broncos. What do you think, uh, Bill? I'm all over the Broncos here. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I think the Broncos have picked it up a little bit, but at the same time, you got an over-under of, you know, 38, something like that, and, and you're going to give me four points? Like, this is going to be a close game. I don't see any way it's not, so I would love to have those four points. Mm-hmm. I agree. I-, I-, I like the Broncos in this spot. Uh, the New York Giants, <laughs> pardon me, are heading to Chicago. Chicago, who I assume is starting Chase Daniels, but who knows? Um, certainly seemed like we, the Mitch Trubisky era came to a, a close there, and that's Sunday nighter. But a moment Matt Nagy really wishes wasn't on a national, uh, <laughs> nationally televised game, and was the only one. Uh, going on <laughs> but like, i it, it was it was ugly it was it yeah. was ugly and like for both teams uh it was ugly and yeah you gotta wonder what the future looks like for uh for everyone there i mean a quick google says that trubisky's been practicing all week and that the hip which you know that was a fake injury there's the, yeah the, if trubisky's hip was never hurt they no. thought that they might they thought they might be able to kickstart the offense with Chase Daniels, so they tried something. That was it. Yeah. Um, the Bears are getting minus 6.5 against the Giants. Um, I'm not sure if the Bears should be getting minus 6.5 against anybody. Uh, this might be a hold-your-nose-and-take-the-Giants situation for me. The Giants are have really not been fun to watch this year, other than a little bit of uh, uh, Sterling Shepard and... Uh, and at times, Danny Dimes has been. Right. I think I think Jones has been like more uh, okay for rookie mm-hmm. quarterback. Yeah, he doesn't have fair. a great team around him. He's been fine. I I, uh, I will say this: I'm not telling you Dan Jones is a superstar, but mm-hmm. anyone who is writing the obit on Daniel Jones' career is not no, paying close attention. Certainly not doing that. Um, yeah. the Bears would kill for Daniel Jones. Let me tell you that. Um, I, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Bears minus six and a half against the Giants. What do you think, Bill? I think I take the points here and try not to think about it again um yeah i mean bears great defense but they struggle moving the ball the the giants are mediocre is probably putting it optimistically um so i think i just take the points and and i hope it's a hard-fought game bears are shockingly ranked 15th in dvoa right in the middle of the pack but uh 
man, you watch that team on paper. That doesn't look like a team that should be better than half the league, that's for sure. Uh, thoughts on this one, Craig? I want the points. Yeah. I want the points. I just, like you said, the Bears shouldn't be giving up six against uh, anybody right now. Um, yeah, I just, I'll, I'll take the points because there's, there's a chance that Chicago scores 10. So uh, if the Giants can get themselves a touchdown, you're covering. Yeah. Uh, next game of the 1 o'clock slate, the Pittsburgh Steelers head to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Steelers coming off uh, the super rest, whereas the Bengals lost another one to Oakland, although they covered. They were a little more, uh, they were a little better there. They were at least competitive, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, although I, I think that had less to do with being competitive and more to do with the uh, Raiders just kind of laying one of those eggs. Uh, let me quickly check. What is the Bengals? Bengals four and six against the spread, so they haven't been terrible against the spread this year. Um, Steelers are laying six and a half on the road with Mason Rudolph. Uh, Marquise Pouncey will not be part of this game. He had his uh, suspension reduced to two games. There was no way they were going to reduce that suspension to one because that means that he would have been available for the Steelers Browns rematch that takes place next week. Um, which is smart. There's, there's no way they should have been made available for that. Um, Steelers laying six and a half in a row. This line opened up at seven earlier in the week and has now been bet down to six and a half. I'm not sure who's doing the betting there. Uh, considering it's the Bengals, I would assume that the Sharps are putting money on the Bengals. At the seven, I like the Bengals. At the six and a half, I might like the Steelers. What do you think, Craig? I think I like... I like... Oof. Well, I'm not betting on this game. Fair. Um, yeah, I will. Uh, I think I'm going to go with this. the Bengals, I guess. Um, but yeah, you're right. That that six or seven makes a big difference. Yeah, I I, I think I'm, I I think I like the six and a half. It, it, like I obviously I rarely take big road favorites, especially big road favorites with. Uh, quarterbacks named mason rudolph so bleh, can't really say i like that uh bill how do you feel about this one pittsburgh minus six and a half yeah i think i take pittsburgh here i think the the bengals are even too much of a disaster for a, a limited pittsburgh team uh i think they'll be able to move the ball with no. some consistency yeah. No Juju Smith-Schuster and no James Conner for Pittsburgh is something I will say. Now, Pittsburgh's mm. defense might cover this spread by themselves. That's but, true, yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can count on yeah. count on that touchdown from Minko Fitzpatrick in this one. Yep. Oh, mm. just, a, just a terrible football yeah. game. Yeah, nobody should be... Yeah. yeah, and you know what? I was going back and forth because mm. uh, there's a game that like that I, I considered making this the Scott Hansen game, mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't I didn't pull the trigger. But uh you if if you wanted to tell me this was a Scott Hansen game, I wouldn't argue. Yeah. Uh next up, ten one o'clock game. Miami Dolphins are heading to Cleveland to take on the resurgent Browns, who I guess are back, but even when they win, they lose. Um Miles Garrett gone for the season. Um Browns laying ten and a half on the road against the or at home against the Dolphins. What do you think, Craig? I, I mean, just I I, I, I think week. I want the Browns. Yeah, uh, but let's maybe. talk about what happened last week for a second. The Browns had their biggest win in, in some time, and they mm-hmm. they kind of kept their season alive. And in the way that the AFC's kind of jammed up the way that it is, I, I didn't think their odds of making the playoffs were strong, but they they weren't zero. 
Mm. Um, and then they just go out and lose right, probably the best player on their roster because he was being an idiot. I don't think there's any possibly about it. I think he's flat out the best player yeah, on the roster. fair enough. And he was just being an idiot. Now, some details came out today, and I don't know if they're true, and, obvi- and, and yeah. there's a bunch of people that have said, hey, you know, but if Mason Rudolph did use that word, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and then, like, if Miles Garrett did that, because Mason Rudolph used that word, I'd feel differently about the situation. But still, you got to keep your cool there. And but I, if, if he throws a punch, we see him in three games. You swing a helmet, we don't see you again. You know, right. and that 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 might be. It. He throws a punch, and the racial slur is a component of it. Mm-hmm. We yeah. might see him this week. Yeah. Like you know, the he helmet up is when he's on the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because I, I, I messaged you, and I thought that the way Miles Garrett reacted, where he flew off the handle so bad. I think I messaged you in the morning, uh, like yeah. Friday morning after it happened. Because I I'd fallen asleep before things got out of hand because that game wasn't good. Yeah, and I said something like, "I was, I was, like, no joke. I was watching it on on my computer because I had it on the the Amazon Prime, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, why am I watching this? Because I, I was on Amazon Prime, I could put like Community on or something worth watching, and I was literally hovering over the you know the back page on on my internet provider there, and. <laughs> All of a sudden, it happened, and I was like, "Whoa, hold on a second here!" <laughs> like, I guess I'll watch this stuff. Uh, but yeah, it, it was uh, not good. But like, he reacted so crazy that I said, "Like, it's gonna come out that Mason Rudolph said something," and it's coming out now, which is eerie to me because now that it's out six days later after the suspension was appealed, that to me, you know, raises a red flag for me in terms of well, I'm like, well, the timing of that's convenient. Why didn't that like after the suspension was not allowed? I, I don't know. That's just the cynic in me being like, well, why didn't why didn't that come out, you know, the night that this shit happened instead of six days later after the punishment was uh, no longer appealed? So, you know, that's just me being a cynical bastard. The other thing I'll say is Miles Garrett is lucky he had the helmet facing the wrong way when he swung it. Yes, because that could have been uh, you uh, severely injure Mason Rudolph. He might have killed Mason Rudolph yeah. if it was uh, if the helmet was facing the other way with the with the crown facing down, yeah. or at the very least, might have just fucking brain damaged him forever or something. It he is lucky that he that he had it facing the other way and he hit him mostly with the foam part on the inside. Uh, which is why Rudolph wasn't really hurt, but still, like he deserves to be suspended for the entire season, and here we are. Um, Browns minus ten and a half. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Bill? I think I take the points here. I'm not. I'm not laying ten and a half with Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what teams on the other end of it. I'm not. So I'll I'll take the points here and hope for the best. Carolina Panthers uh, sliding a little bit here. Um, Cam Newton maybe looking a little bit better now. Perhaps the uh, the shine might be off this little Kyle Allen apple here. Team seem to be figuring him out. Um, uh, Allen was legitimately bad. Like I just thought he could at least be a game manager guy, but he had DJ Moore wide open in the end zone when that game against Atlanta was still competitive. Yeah, uh, he had, he just had a couple of very just ugly ugly throws. Now we'll see. Was that just a blip? Or, like, can he get back to being... Uh, yeah, because in the, in the yeah. Green Bay game, they lost. He was okay. Like, he yes, was fine. Absolutely. They just went, they went on the road in a tough place to play against a tough team, and they lost. But uh, he was just actively bad against Atlanta. I agree. Um, the Panthers headed to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Saints laying minus nine and a half. This is a little bit high to me, even though I, I the Saints are obviously 
tremendous, even though the last couple of weeks they've been a little shaky, a little shaky, but uh, <laughs> still a damn good football team. I This opened up at 10. I liked it at the 10. It's now 9.5. I still kind of like the 9.5. I think that's a little bit too high um, for a Panthers team that's been pretty good for most of the season. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I think you've got two teams that have come out and, and both played incredibly well and at times played incredibly poorly. Now, I have much more faith in the Saints because they're a little bit more reliable. Um, but knowing you could get either one of those with either one of these teams, I'm going to go ahead and take the points. Yeah. Uh, Saints minus nine and a half. What do you think, Craig? Uh, I'm staying away because the Superdome scares the hell out of me. Uh, Marshall Lattimore is not playing. Mm-hmm. It's another thing that scares me from the Saints side. So I'm staying away. I think I would take the Saints, though, if I had to bet. Fair. Um, next up from the 1 o'clock side. Still got three more 1 o'clock games to go, you guys. This is ridiculous. Uh, the Oakland Raiders are heading to New York to take on the Jets. And it would appear that the... Word is out on the Oakland Raiders, you guys. The Oakland Raiders, uh, who have been very good to us gambling, six and four against the spread this year, four and two at home. Um, they are sorry, yeah, four and two at home. They have made us a fair bit of money, uh, I would say, in the the middle weeks of the season so far. From about week five to week ten, they really uh, were there for us. Um, but it looks like the word's out and the public's on them because the Oakland Raiders are laying three against the Jets right now on the road i think this would have been uh less than three a couple weeks ago but uh since the raiders have mostly been covering they didn't cover last week but since they've been winning games enough the uh public is now on them so raiders minus three on the road what do you think craig uh i like the jets <laughs> yeah uh let's you know they, they zig we zag um yeah, exactly this is um this is a West Coast team going east for one o'clock start, mm-hmm. and you uh, you're you're getting three points betting on the home team. I know the Jets haven't been great, but they they showed some signs of life the last couple of weeks. I know against bad teams, but give me the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Billy? Yeah, I feel like Craig's a little more confident than I am. I, I think I do like the Jets a little bit better, um, but I would avoid betting on this one altogether. Um, I, I don't think either of these teams are very reliable. I really don't. I don't think there's much predictability there. Uh, I think you might get a decent showing from the Jets like you got last week, but you might not. So I'll take the Jets because I think they're in a better position, but not confident. I agree. Um, probably not going to be one of my five, but I, I, I think the Jets might be the right side in this one, even though uh, severe uh, difference in DVOA, Oakland 11th, uh, Jets 28th. Good Lord. Um, that o'clock. East Coast West thing uh, that, that, that matters, and you're getting three points. That's 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 where I'm coming that's from. That's going to come up for me in a couple of games. The East Coast team yeah. or the West Coast traveling East. Um, next up, my boys, the Detroit Lions, the Fighting Driscolls. Uh, they head to Washington to take on the Washingtons. The Detroit Lions are laying three and a half on the road. Holy crap! Um, if I'd have told you at any point in this season that you could get points with Jeff Driscoll. Starting a road game, the team name does not matter. Take the take Washington. You, you, you just you hold your nose and you take Washington. What do you think, Craig? Well, I'm going to say don't take Washington or anyone else because why watch this football game? Scott Hansen. Oh, do not show this game. And Pierce, I'm sorry, but Jeff Driscoll versus the 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 Washington team. I almost said it. Jeff Driscoll versus the Washington team. I want no part. I don't. I want no part of this. Fair. I mean, it it might be fair, but. Uh... Yeah, I, I just I think you have to hold your nose and take Washington. What do you think, Bill? 
don't think the Lions are that bad. I mean, I know it's it's, it's Driscoll playing, but Washington. I'm, I'm talking about purely entertainment value, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Washington, like the, the the Lions are a better football team, no matter which of these two. Ple- uh, w- uh, the Lions are a better football team than the yeah. the Washington but team, are- whether it's Driscoll, whether it's Stafford. But yeah, like yeah, I think the Lions are still better. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. do I oh, want yeah. the points? Probably, but I, I think I like the Lions better here. Uh, I, I think I'd rather lose the uh, the points and and bet against a really bad team. There, I just. <clears throat> to me, this is just an all-time sharp play. You just you're you're getting points at home with <clears throat> against Jeff Driscoll, right? Like the 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 team name does not matter. It does not matter that it's this really really bad Washington's team. It's just you just have to hold your nose and take Washington. Makes me so sad. Makes me so very very sad. <laughs> um, last game of the one o'clock slate. We mentioned it early. Flex back into the one o'clock instead of the four o'clock uh, slot for some reason not understood by me. I'm sure they've got some kind of BS reason for doing it. Um, the Seahawks head to Philadelphia to take in the Eagles. The Eagles are the short home favorite in this one. Uh, the Seahawks have uh, perennial MVP candidate Russell Wilson. Uh, it's it's him and Lamar Jackson right now, depending on, on how you feel. If, if you think the guy who's performing at the, the best level or if you think the guy it's the guy who's taking uh, uh, chicken shit and turning it into chicken salad, I won't fall uh, fall like falter you for voting for either guy. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about the MVP ballot right now is if yep. you have uh, Jackson and Wilson one or two, I don't care about the order. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you have that, then I'm not going to be argumentative. I, I have Lamar as one, but uh, if, if, so do if, I. if people, so do have I. people um, who would say Russell can't argue it, yep, might be yep. like, yep, yep, fine. Um, however, we've been talking about how the Seahawks little bit fraudulent. Um, I mean, they're, they're ranked very high in DVOA, but their their record in these close games is ridiculous, and it uh, involves a lot of. Uh, and the defense is legitimately bad. Yeah. The, like, and I know that we're not used to saying that about teams where Pete Carroll is the head coach, but the mm-hmm. defense is not is is not good. And and I'll tell you this, based on the talent they have on that side of the ball, the fact that they're twenty first in DVOA shows you that Pete Carroll knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if they had a if they had a lesser coach, that number is not twenty one, it's in the it's it's twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, just based on the talent. Seahawks are a West Coast team traveling east. They were expecting to play at eight, they are playing at one. Uh, the Eagles are a short-harm favorite. A lot of gambling adages are adding up to me taking the Philadelphia Eagles here, and they're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I, I think I like the Eagles a bit better here. They were able to somewhat hang with the Patriots. Uh, it, it game ended all right. Um, I, I think the Eagles are a better team, uh, and, and a few of the adages, as you mentioned, um but I'm, I'm not too strong on this one. I feel like this could be a really close game. Uh, but I'll take the Eagles because I think they do have a slight advantage. If Nelson Aguilar reigns in that, that catch at the end of the game, this is probably... Which would have been a great catch, to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you'd be getting the Eagles minus three here. I think you'd be getting the, yeah. three, I think you'd be getting the three-point home bump. Uh, here's what I'll say. The Eagles were up 10-0. Offense is looking good against the Patriots. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, Lane Johnson gets hurt. Then all of a sudden, the Eagles uh, don't score and look terrible on offense the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lane Johnson hasn't practiced all week. Um, I'll take Seattle. Fair. Um, That's I, Lane Johnson and like 
you know, having the good scheme, the good blocking is so important what the Eagles do. And they have struggled without Lane Johnson on the field. Uh, if, if he's not out there, it doesn't look like he's going to be. I'm, I'm going to want Seattle. Uh, this is the marquee matchup of the 1 o'clock uh, slate. Well, I love this not? game. I, I think I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it's, it, it, is, it is dumb that this is not at 4. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, there must they, they must have had a reason to to flex yeah. this way from from four or like something about the city of Philadelphia or mm-hmm. whatever. What they didn't want to do it at four for whatever reason. Like maybe the Flyers or Sixers have games at that like you know that off a four p.m. game or something that day. I'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Either way, they must have had a reason to not want to do this game at four. Yeah, weird. Um, so we're on our way to the four o'clock slate. Only two games to talk about. First off, the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Uh, Titans getting the three-point home bump. Vegas saying these two teams relatively even. Uh, if you're looking at DVOA, that is Tennessee is 23 and Jacksonville. Where is Jacksonville? They are 16. So Jacksonville by DVOA by the math, uh, they are a much better team than Tennessee. Tennessee getting the three-point home bump though. Bill, what do you think? I like. I think I like the Titans here. Um. I think it'll be a really close... Uh, you know what? If, if it's close enough, I'll take the points. Give me the Jags. Uh, I think this game gets settled by three, which means I'd be fine either way. So I'll take the Jags, but I do think this one's pretty close. Like They're both kind of middle-of-the-road teams that aren't going to do anything too dramatic on offense. Uh, so you got to assume it's going to be a fairly close game. Uh, Jaguars getting three on the road. What do you think, Craig? I, uh, I think I want the Jags. Hmm. I think I want the points. I agree with Bill. I think this game's tight, so give me the points. All right. Um, last game of the 4 o'clock slate. Easily the marquee matchup. Uh, one of the best games of the week. One of the best games of the season, yeah, although the spread would not indicate that. The Dallas Cowboys are heading into New England to get some of the Patriots. This line opened up. It's the Patriots getting a full touchdown. It has been bet down to 6.5. I am unable to provide the information on whether or not that's the Sharps or the public. But since it's the Dallas Cowboys, my gut tells me that the uh, public is betting the Dallas Cowboys getting points on the road. Um, Patriots at home currently getting minus six and a half. What do you think, Craig? I want the Patriots. I, th- I mean, sorry, sorry, the Cowboys, I should say. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I just feel as though uh, the Patriots offense has not been good for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that they're going to struggle to move the ball. And while the Patriots defense is obviously fantastic, uh, Dak will be able to do enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Belichick, obviously the, the game plan is always, okay. we're going to take away what you want to do. So if the plan is, all right, we're going to take away you going over the top with Dak Prescott. Like, okay, like, you know, Zeke's still around. That offensive line's still around. I think the Cowboys keep this game close. I'm not saying they win, but they keep it close. Well, that's what Minnesota tried. Let's take Zeke out of the game. And, and Prescott threw for 450 yards in right. four scores. Yeah, so I like so if, I I don't know what the plan is going to be from the Patriots' perspective as far as what what are you more concerned about I think Prescott or Elliott? I think it's Prescott too. Yeah. I just yeah. think that if you're if you're putting you know you're you're playing the entire game in nickel, uh, Zeke and that offensive line yeah. are going to get you're going to get five yards of carry yeah. easy, mm-hmm. and you're not yeah. going to be able to beat them. So that way. you've got to you've got to figure something out, and like Belichick always does. I just think the Cowboys are going to be able to move the ball a little better than other teams have against New England this year, other than of course Baltimore. Uh, but the, uh, the 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 non-Baltimore teams New England has played, they've all they've all had some real problems on offense. Uh, via uh, via injuries or just not having any good players, uh, the Cowboys are uh, the Cowboys have good players. I think they're going to move the ball. I'm not saying they win, but I want the six and a half. 
in the 18 years that this Tom Brady thing has been going on, how many times has he actively called out his offensive line? I Tom Brady personally doing it. I've that, I don't think it's happened before now. Uh, there may have been instances I'm not thinking of. Uh, like obviously the organization called out the offensive line after uh, that loss in Denver in 2015. That was kind of the most. I think that was the most vicious beating that Brady's ever taken. Mm-hmm. Was that? Um, yeah, uh, that, that uh, it's uh, not great in New England right now from an offensive perspective. But the defense, like. When you combine Belichick with excellent players, this is what you get. Like, yeah. oh boy. This is the number one DVOA matchup of the week. New England still number one in DVOA. Dallas fourth in DVOA. Oh. Uh, New uh, England's offense is 12th in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Which, that's not typically where you, the numbers you're used to seeing next to the Patriots on, on DVOA. Only two teams still in single digits ranking offense and defense mm-hmm. would be the uh, New Orleans Saints and Minnesota Vikings. Yep. Oh, man. Um and New Orleans, yeah, New Orleans is single digits in all three categories because they're seven. Yeah, they're, they're the only well. team in single digits in all three categories, so yeah. Um, uh, my, my only concern about this game is, because uh, um, you were saying you wanted the Cowboys, right, Craig? Uh, who, who did you say yeah. you wanted, Bill? Uh, haven't yet. Cowboys, though. Oh, go ahead. You want the Cowboys. I, I, think, uh, I think the Patriots have, I'm not going to say struggled, but they've certainly had a harder time beating good teams you know anyone in the top 10 the patriots have not marched over by any means so you give me seven points with a good team against 6.5 points with a good team against the patriots uh, i'll take it i i am i i i really like this football game but my, so do I. my only hesitation is dallas has played a lot of games this year in comfy, comfy domes, <laughs> and now they're heading to New England. So just, just slight hesitation for me there. Um, I just don't know. They're, they are at home. I just don't know if this Patriots offense. And it's weird to say this. I don't know if this Patriots offense is good enough that they should be laying six and a half. So I'm a little strange. I'm kind of leaning towards the Cowboys, but uh, might be a bit of a stay away for me because I'm I'm just not willing to go against New England at home. It's a, it's 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 a it's a a prospect that is too frightening for for me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from that one. Uh, Sunday nighter flexed in. Yes. Great game. Great I'm, football. I'm game. excited. I'm and here's the thing. Like, isn't there something in like I was think I was talking about this with a with with a friend this week. If the NFC playoffs happen, and the top, you know, three of the top four seeds are the Cowboys, 49ers, and Packers. Like, won't that just, like, feel like the 90s? Like, yeah. Isn't there, like, there nostalgia factor there? Oh, yeah, these are the top three teams in the NFC. You know, like, I'm I, I'm excited for that. Yeah, Favre, Montana, and Aikman. They'll be able to run all those. Yeah, uh, yeah they'll be able yeah. to run all those kind of clips again, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. We'll, we're going way back. Like, how many classic playoff games have been played, like, sort of with, with, with combinations of those three teams in the NFC in the 90s? Like, anyway. It's... Yeah, it, it sounds great. Uh, the Packers heading to San Francisco. Uh, Niners laying three, so they're getting the three-point home bump. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Bill? Niners. I, I think the Niners are a better team. I think Green Bay is good, but not as good as the 49ers, which 
almost seems weird to say. Plus, I would very much like the Niners to get a win against Green Bay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's not forget that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that doesn't really come into gambling, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> the Vikings the Vikings gaining a half game on the Packers this week would be pretty massive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so I do think the uh, the Niners are a better team, though. I think they're more well-rounded. Uh, I think the Packers won't be able to do what they've done in a lot of the games they've been able to run away with, which is, you know, Aaron Jones has 23 catches for 116 yards. Uh, I don't think uh, San Francisco's linebackers are going to let him get away with it at least that much. I'm sure he'll catch a few. but So I think they'll have a harder time moving the ball, um, and I think the Niners can still score on that Packer defense. Uh, Packers getting three on the road. What do you think, Craig? I, uh, I want the 49ers, I think. And I, I've gone back and forth. This one, I'm, this is not going to be one of my five. I just think this 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 is the right line. Yeah. Uh, this is not one of my five, but I I think I'm going to take the 49ers just because I think the Niners' defense will, uh, will 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 cause some problems here. And, and while the Niners' offense has not exactly been gangbusters lately, the Green Bay defense has looked leaky for a few weeks here. Yeah. Uh, has looked leaky for a few. They they started out really well, but it's just things are not going as well lately. Um, I'll take the 49ers. Now, I realize it was against the Cardinals, but if you had questions about Jimmy Garoppolo and his ability, if, if, if you look at this Niners team, and you know this has been a theory of some, is that if anything's going to sink this 49ers team, it would eventually be Jimmy Garoppolo having to make a drive in a big spot. I mean, it was against the Cardinals, and it was at home, but... Jimmy G had the ball with less than five minutes left when he was down, and he took him yeah. down and scored. Right, like yep. it, it's it's that, that uh, goes I will on the resume. This. Yeah, it goes on the resume. That's for sure. Now, mm-hmm. the defense had played well enough that if Jimmy was okay earlier in the game, he wouldn't have been down in needing to score there. I know, and I know that's uh, kind of an impossible standard to hold them to. Is hey, how come you never bring the team back when they're losing, or uh, why was the team even losing? It's your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I, I trust Garoppolo and Shanahan enough. Yeah. You know, I agree. Shanahan, like. If, if, all the, if Kyle Shanahan was abducted by aliens tomorrow, I would feel like incredibly differently about the 49ers offense, but mm. he's still there. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I think they're going to be fine. And Kittle being out this la- these last two weeks has yeah. definitely hurt them. It, it certainly hurt them. It, like, if, 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 if George Kittle plays in that, uh, San- in that Seattle game. Seattle game, they win the game. Think, and if yeah. Emmanuel Sanders doesn't get hurt, I think they win that game, too. True, yeah, because he got, he got hurt. Uh, yeah, and they had, they had a couple of drops where I don't think this Sanders drops the ball, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's it? 84. Uh, yeah. Had those two bounce off the yep. Yeah. Had, yep. had those two that's bounce a, That's Emmanuel hands. Sanders. That's a catch. Yeah. Uh, little practice today. Uh, yeah. I was, was very happy with how it went. So yeah. I, I think that's a good news story yeah. if you're uh, if you're and liking the been, Niners. They've been resting him up to get him ready for this specific game, yep. right? So yep. uh, th- so this is this is it right here. We should mention, uh, since this is the crossover podcast and we are degenerate gamblers, we should mention. Uh, an episode, uh, the latest addition to the episodes of Great Moments in Gambling History. Uh, oh, it was something. <laughs> that occurred in the Niners-Cardinals game. Um, now, it wasn't great moment in gambling history if you're someone like, say, the three of us who uh, said, hey, bet the Cardinals now or the 13.5 before this goes down. Uh, but at game time, that line was 10.5, and, and in some spots, uh, or sorry, it was not 10.5. It, was, and a half, it, it, was it got down to 10. It was down to ten, and in certain spots, I saw nine and a half. So if you had that nine yeah. and a half, and it well, was... I, it was it was at the point where with the ten and a half, I was like, when they scored that touchdown on the last play, I'm like, oh my god, did they kicked the extra point, and yeah. that like really mattered. But NFL rules say no, you don't. The game's decided. Yeah, so, which uh, is yeah. stu- which a 
that's stupid because people have way too much money on the line for the. If it's overtime, yes, that makes sense. But if it's uh, if it happens at the end of a regulation game, I'm sorry, you have to get out there and kick the field goal. And uh, and then, or, although like because they could do the, they have to get back out there, so they have to do the because they would do the thing that would make it even worse for gamblers, which is just line up and kneel it. Right? We don't need to kick the field goal. That that would yeah, be overkill, which... right? That that could have hypothetically, and I think that's why they don't kick it. They're like, yeah. what? No one's actually going to kick this. So yeah. what's the? Although yeah. you know, like, or the thing is, the other team doesn't even go out there and they run it in for two. Yeah. Which yeah. And yeah. then the least, which brings up the the ultimate Lisa Simpson scenario of the team, <laughs> being a ten and a half point favorite, <laughs> but only up ten, kick a meaningless extra point to cover the cover spread. the spread. <laughs> but like, not only that, but it shouldn't have even been a touchdown when you when you when you watch the replay because clearly the guy when he uh, the Niners guy when he scooped it was down. Yeah. And yeah. the but the refs somewhat correctly were like. Ah, we're not gonna look at this. Who cares? Yeah, but, we're gonna but, yeah, we're gonna play this out. We've all got places to be. Yeah, we've uh, all got places. But to if be, you're but... if you're someone who had Cardinals minus ten, yeah. you would really like to take a good look at that. But I'm sorry, you've got it. There's too much money on the line in football games for you not to take a uh, not to take a look at that. There's just way here's the way thing though. Much money. The NFL the NFL likes to pretend that no one bets on football. True. Yeah. And the NFL's never going to from a game for like they they have to come up with a reason that's nothing to do with gambling. The NFL would say about that. Well, the game had been decided. Why do we need to look at that? Yeah. And if, if 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 you say if you say, well, what about gambling? They would say, no one bets on these games as far as we're aware. Yeah. What do you mean we make teams fill out detailed injury reports each and every practice? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this. Pay but no attention they, to the man behind yeah, the curtain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They like to pretend that there's no such thing as gambling on the NFL, which the, everyone knows is not true. Yeah. But that's why some of these rules exist. Is well, it doesn't really matter what the final score is as long as the team, like, as the, the the right team won. So what do we care what the score is? Like, well, not some people really fucking care actually <laughs> uh yeah just uh, i just love the addition to great moments in gambling history uh that, that was that was a good one like it just yeah. if, if that line had opened at 10 and stayed at 10 all week it would have been even better because like yeah. the only people that would have been impacted by that were the people that bet it like you know saturday and into sunday morning sunday morning yeah uh, luckily yeah, for, yeah. yeah so it was purely the public that i think uh, uh, okay imagine this well, imagine yeah. this scenario the niners had kicked an extra field goal early in the game mm-hmm so that happens, and all the Niners uh, minus ten people cover. Yeah. And all the Cardinals plus thirteen people cover. Yeah. That would have been the gambling apocalypse Again, this that is I why, really would have wanted to see. Is, we cannot stress this enough on this podcast. You have got to get the best of the number when it's available. The yes. three of us had the thirteen and a half. <laughs> we were like, you you have to get the best of the number. That line moved three, and it landed right in the zone. And I yeah. I would say that. Uh, Vegas is probably lucky that they didn't uh, that they didn't kick the field goal because they or they kicked the extra point because they might have got middled by a few spots, right? They would have got middled by they would have got middled by on a bunch of bets, yeah. Yeah. Oh, bad. That's what uh, I'm saying. If there was an extra Niners field goal and that happened, and the Niners won that game mm-hmm. by 12 points or 13 points, like that's like a that's an a that's a disaster. Yeah. For the we've already had one middle in in this game that that Bucks uh, that that Bucks Seahawks game that that was at yep. six and a half and then went down to four and then there's Seattle one by six yeah, led overtime. Yeah. Seattle one by six. They got middle. So two, two new additions to great moments in gambling history yep. uh, in the 2019, uh, 2020 NFL season. Uh, last game of the week, the Baltimore Ravens are heading to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Um, the Ravens and uh, current uh, MVP favorite Lamar Jackson will be on the road. 
Uh, Rams on a little less rest, but I'm not sure if that matters when you get the extra day with the Monday game. Because um, the Rams played that abysmal Sunday nighter. Um, I mean, it's obvious that one of these teams is much better at scoring than the other. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, this line moved. Um, it opened up at Rams minus three and a half. Or sorry, Rams plus three and a half. Sorry. And the Sharps and some dude named Matt Pierce uh, bet on the Los Angeles Rams. And that has caused the Lion to move down to an even three. So the Ravens are getting three on the road against the Rams. How do you feel about this one, Bill? I like the Ravens. Hmm. Um, I, I think the Ravens are a pretty damn good team. Yeah. And, and the Rams have not been as good as they have been uh, the last probably three or four weeks, I'd say. Uh, they've had a little bit more trouble moving the ball. They haven't been as reliable on that front. I don't think they're going to be able to beat the Ravens scoring less than you know, 21, 28 points. And it feels like it's been a while since they've done that. So give me the Ravens. Uh, Ravens minus three on the road. How do you feel, Craig? Baltimore. Mm. I just I, they're like they're just gonna do whatever they want on, uh, and and the Rams aren't gonna be able to score. And that's the and here's and I know that you can't like, well maybe you can bet on this in some places. I wish you could bet on Marcus Peters has an interception. I wish you yeah. could bet on that because <laughs> I feel as though that's something that's going to happen in this game. Yeah. Well, it's, since that trade happened, the number one defensive player in the league has been Marcus Peters. Yeah, he's got a pick six in there, a couple interceptions. He's been good. Yeah. The spot is to take the Rams here. That's the sharp play. Right. Uh, they're a... Take, the, take a relatively decent team at home giving po- uh, getting points. Yeah, getting points. makes sense. Um, I like it better with the three and a half. I wrote down myself having a three and a half. So if you guys want the Rams for the purposes of our thing... Because the Rams are going to be one of my five at the three and a half. I will offer up the three and a half to you guys. Um, but, yeah, the sharp play is you, you just got to hold your nose and take the Rams. And at a certain point, I, I've been against, I think this, will be my, this might be my third straight week, I've been against the Ravens on the spread. And it has not worked out well for me. But uh, So perhaps if, uh, if it happens again this week, I might just be like, all right, I'm done here. <laughs> right? uh, but the sharp play here is... is, is it's the Los Angeles Rams. It it, it absolutely is. Um, no, yeah, that's that's the sharp. I just. But if uh, if you I, want uh, Baltimore, give me give, give me hey like yeah, what if we it, just do it this way? Do you want Lamar Jackson or do you want Jared Goff? Who do you want in this game? Oh yeah, I know. I, I, it's, yeah. I I'm not arguing. If if your logic yeah. is I'm gonna lay three with uh, the MVP who's out of his skull right now with the way he's been playing and the Ravens are. The defense has been coming around because I mean this isn't your this isn't the Ravens team we grew up with in high school right like when it yep. was you know the, where the the offense is terrible all the time the defense is like stuff like <laughs> fantastic yeah just yeah all, all no, this is a defense, defense it's, yeah. it's this is a defense is good not great yeah. but they're good and the offense is just incredibly fun to watch yeah it's just so much like because like every like you never know like oh the pocket's broken down oh lamar jackson made three guys miss oh and he did a spin move for no reason yeah. like, like it's just oh, so much the, fun. there's the circle button in madden yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> probably shouldn't be allowed to have that attached to his chest but uh, <laughs> he just hits it like he's a power ranger or something <laughs> like you just see him quickly spin and it's like that's not fair um yeah so uh um, I'll just say that the sharp play is is, is the Rams on this one. But uh, if if your if your thought process is, hey, I don't want to bet against the Super Bowl M- or the Super Bowl MVP, the the most likely MVP, knock on wood that nothing happens to him. Um, 
Yeah, I can't fault you for thinking that. Um, yeah, so that is it for week 12. So why don't we go ahead and do our picks? Billy, you had the best week last night. Uh, you were a weird Chicago. If you were Chicago Bears away from doing anything last week of going 5-0. and uh, So why don't you kick us off for week 12, good sir? All right. Got a lot of powerhouses this week. So we'll start off with, uh, with Miami. I want those points. They're, Cleveland's not that good. Yeah. I will take Craig's Broncos. Also not that good. I stand by that, but we scraped <laughs> by them, so can't say much at this point. I will take Matt Ryan, assuming he throws for 500 yards this week. Mm-hmm. I will take the 49ers for no reason other than the fact that they're a very good team. Yo, I want to be fully invested in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> On all levels. Emotionally, wallet, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I will take the Ravens for the same reason. Fantastic team on Monday night. All right. Um, Craig Needles, who you got? I am going to take the New York Giants. Hmm? I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking both New York teams. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay. I'm going I'm to take Tampa Bay. I am going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, all dogs from Craig this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I got a, I got a few similar picks. Not all not all dogs for me, but I'm close. I'm going to take Carolina plus the nine and a half. I'm going to trust that they'll uh, keep that divisional game close. Probably won't win, but uh, hoping they keep it close. I'm going to hold my nose and I'm going to take the Washingtons. I, I disagree with it on every on every conceivable level. But uh, I got to do it. I'm going to take the short home favorite in the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, there's just too many gambling adages uh, pointing at the fact that you should take the Eagles this week. And I'm going to hope that they all uh, come through for me and the Eagles go ahead and get a win and a cover. I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's that's the sharp play. I'm going to try to be a sharp, smart guy, and I'm, and I'm going to take the Rams. But if, if they don't get there, that'll be it for me going against the Ravens for the foreseeable future. <laughs> And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bill. I'm gonna take the Denver Broncos plus plus the the four and a half. I initially was gonna take the Steelers. I was initially gonna lay the points with the Steelers on the road, and then, as Craig mentioned, no Juju and no Connor Brown. So I'm like, ah, maybe not do that. So uh, so I'm gonna trust your Denver Broncos, Craig, to get it done for me. Uh, crossover podcast available at crossoverpodcast.com, Facebook.com/slash crossoverpodcast, and SoundCloud.com/slash crossoverpodcast. Uh, we're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe, five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Uh, we will be back next week with our Week 13, but also at some point next week we will have a. Uh, we will get back to the other side and, and start talking about um, we're, uh, the, the third episode of The Mandalorian on uh, Disney Plus comes out tomorrow. Uh, so we're going to talk about the first three episodes. We'll get some of the guys back from the other side to talk about the first three episodes of The Mandalorian and uh, a lot of Star Wars stuff going forward. So uh, very excited to talk Star Wars on this podcast for probably the first time since this podcast existed. I'm, I'm excited to talk Star Wars, honestly. Um, so that is it. And I will talk to you guys next week, uh, when we discuss the week 13 Thanksgiving weekend next week, uh, which is exciting. We're going to watch football together. You guys, for the first yeah, time. it's going to be good. Excellent. Love, love Thanksgiving. Uh, Craig needles, Bill needles, as always. Thanks you guys for doing this. Thank you. All right. Take care everybody. We'll talk to you next week.